To the ether. Today is Monday, July 4th, 2022. Today on the ether, a super terra space, cosmos NFTs, builders, and the future. A discussion with Simon Chadwick and guests. Let's take a listen. Morning, morning. Uh, it would seem there's been some weird uh, timing uh, issues for some people. Apparently, I had a couple of folks message me and said they thought it was starting in one hour and 18 minutes, and that's. Um, an odd time past the hour anyway to start, but I definitely set it up for um, uh, 9 p.m. my time slash 8 p.m. GMT. But anyway, all good. We've got a few good folks gathering already. Um, uh, we, we can get ourselves started in a minute or so. Yeah, Twitter spaces, you know, not having issues would, would not, you know, would not be the norm. Very true indeed. <laughs> yes, uh, when they iron out the bugs and uh, stop using it as a beta test, as we'll know, it's it's made its breakthrough. But at the moment, uh, we are still in that kind of um, hinterland of it works, but it doesn't always work successfully. Uh, so I know we've got a few more good folks joining uh, to, to join the panel and talk about uh, tonight's topic or this morning's topic, uh, depending where you are, or indeed afternoons, depending on where you are as well. Uh, so Cosmos NFTs, and we're also hoping to have our, our good friends from uh, from Loop Finance joining us as well. So I'm just going to send out a couple more reminders in case other people have had a strange uh, timing come through as well, and we'll get underway. And uh, for anyone who's listening as well, feel free to jump up uh, and to uh, you know, jump up speak if you want to add some comments and uh, ask questions or, or contribute. Uh, we run these spaces, it's a pretty open space in general. Uh, where we kind of get the conversation started and um, like to kind of open up and, and hear from different people and hear different points of views. And um, yeah, it's, it's kind of a very open kind of forum. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, 100% echo that. And I believe that our good friends from uh, Loop have joined. My, my screen has frozen a little bit. Uh, but let's, uh, let's start getting things um, underway. I mean, in essence, this is a... Uh, uh, a weekly open discussion that Simon and I have been running now for, I believe, Simon, possibly, because uh, it was back end of last year, wasn't it? Probably over seven months, scarily. Uh, but such is the time in crypto. It sort of doesn't feel that long, but in terms of everything that's happened in the crypto world, it feels like um, uh, an immense amount of time. Um, but uh, we thought tonight's topic would be a really interesting one to explore, which is uh, a lot of projects are... are, are uh, moving to uh, Cosmos or have well established themselves on Cosmos. And I know that a number of, uh, of our good friends from the, uh, from the Terra uh, world are, are setting up a, a new home there, uh, not least uh, our good friends from Loop Finance. And we were very keen to um, explore and have a discussion around uh, some of the great developments that are very much underway 
in that world in terms of uh, the uh, advent of the NFT marketplace, which is coming very soon. And um, yeah, the early projects coming to join uh, that platform. There are, of course, uh, many other developments that we're seeing across uh, the different Cosmos chains as well. And a real sense that in this in this kind of current period of, uh, I would say, almost calm reflection, given that we've, we're kind of in that sort of, we've established the market is in a down, but um, the true builders are starting to really emerge. And uh, yeah, it's always great to hear those stories. Absolutely. Uh, it, it's exciting, right? Like, it, it's it's really funny, like, um, chatting to people outside of crypto and, and then being in the space. And I've, I've said this a fair bit, right, that, you know, this is the best time for builders because the noise kind of dies down, right? There's people still building, there's VC still funding. Um, there's still a lot of innovation going on behind the scenes. And, you know, from the outside looking in, the, the world is falling down, the stocks are crashing, the crypto is crashing, everybody's like assets are down. But for builders, you know, it's it's really focused on the mission. And and if anything, all the hype dies down and the, the moon coins and everything kind of like, stop happening so you get to kind of shut out that noise and and all that extra kind of fluff and just focus on the mission at hand which is to 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 build better products and to create value and i think we saw this massively uh, and i say this i think we saw this massively during you know the bear market between 2018 and 2020 where actually a lot of successful protocols in um you know in this in this last run were founded around 2018 2019 and they built through this period they built through the hard period and then they you know they reaped the harvest through the good times so it's i don't see it as it being any different there and you know i mean this call is quite you know uh cosmos centric in general i mean we we like to keep it pretty open to any ecosystem um i think you know a focus on cosmos for myself at least and and um, you know the guys at Loop has been quite ex- you know exciting because Loop like Cosmos has kind of been a bit of a sleeping giant for a while. It's an ecosystem that has you know it, it it's had some incredible builders. I, I saw a chart. Um, I've been doing some stats for building some pitch decks in in, in um in Cosmos, and some of the stats are that you know Cosmos has had some incredible developer growth compared to even a lot of other ecosystems and it hasn't really focused on adoption and marketing and really focused on that hype that a lot of other ecosystems have had. And so it's allowed, you know, kind of developers to kind of dig in and build really good products and, and build really good underlying technology that is ready to kind of be built upon and, and reach a kind of a wider audience. And I think we're going to start seeing that very soon where a lot of protocols are looking at Cosmos, a lot of, you know, even ETH protocols like Didex and Aave, um, Sushi Swap are looking at, at, at Cosmos, and I mean Ave and Ave is looking to come to Evmos. Is coming to Evmos, and um, Sushi Swap is coming to Carver, and we're going to see like some pretty rapid adoption even through this bear market of builders. And I think that's going to be really, that's going to be really powerful as an ecosystem to kind of focus and build on, um, and kind of set the scene for for some growth there. So, cool. And just discovered that one of our speakers has been trying desperately to join us, but they're actually on a, a desktop. So I'm just quietly uh, chatting and advising them to to switch to a um, a, a mobile uh, format. I think the reason uh, I often say this in the space is uh, it's been built uh, uh, 
mobile first, but uh, uh, it would really be nice if people were able to join from desktop. In my case, I have multiple devices, one in my hand and one on my lap, and uh, bouncing between the two in order to try and keep keep um, a view on what's going on with discords and everything else. Uh, but hopefully we'll have some, some folks joining us soon. And as Simon said, if anyone what's the steps forward and talk about the project. And it isn't exclusively about Cosmos. We just thought that would be a good theme to anchor tonight's uh, spaces with, or today's spaces, I should say, uh, given uh, that one of our guests will be uh, joining us to talk about the, the um, indeed, indeed Simon himself will also cover some of this, uh, the Loop NFT marketplace, which is, is building on Juno, which is, of course, of course a, uh, a Cosmos chain. And uh, there are a range of others that we're potentially anticipating could be joining us as well. I think also to Simon's point, uh, some of the you know, successful projects that we've seen over the last um, two to three years absolutely are rooted in uh, development on the uh, on the um, yeah the, the, the downturn. Uh, 28, uh, 2018 sort of to 2020 and I think sometimes yeah, those that kind of remain and build uh, absolutely kind of have to be more resilient in their very nature of what they're offering and, and, and the, and the uh, in the case of the NFT world which is obviously very extremely nascent uh, at the time of the last uh, bear market uh, barely existing I would argue uh, but now we'll see uh, the true leaders for the next um, bull will be the the, the projects that keep building uh, and I can see obviously there's a, a PFP of one one uh, project that I'm very much um, a fan of uh, some excellent uh, early stage developments from the uh, the Stone Ducks for example uh, and uh, I'm sure there'll be many others as well good to see a, a Galactic uh, Punk represented on the call as well uh, so yeah if anyone wants to step forward uh, that would be absolutely great um, so just whilst we, we sort out the last of the technicals with, uh, with, uh, uh, with one of our speakers, uh, and then we'll look to get uh, kind of the, the broader discussion underway. Yeah, space is being a bit, uh, a bit funny, actually. Oh, in terms of audio or... or um, no, nah, I just, just think in general. Just in general. Just in general, but we keep building. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I think, I think uh, the, the market is in a great period of uncertainty. I and mean, I was having a conversation with with a friend of mine who's in the more traditional finance world. And they're obviously now grappling with some of the challenges that were probably last seen uh, 40 years ago uh, with uh, stagnating economies, uh, significantly increasing inflation and businesses having to pivot rapidly due to rising um input prices, uh, labor wage demands and everything else. And believe you me, I'm old enough to remember <laughs> the last major uh, situation that was like this. And it tends to end uh, fairly uh, fairly dramatic with the cutbacks and the challenges that, that happen in the traditional sector as uh, the wage, the wage um, price spiral never ends well uh, anyone who's uh, studied a bit of economics will uh, will know all about the uh, the uh, the uh, the challenges with the unions in various parts of the world uh, in the late 1970s and early 80s out of which rose a you know, very successful period so uh, we know that um, in any type of um, economic sphere the uh, future growth that can emerge often comes after a period of great challenge so um, i'm pretty relaxed about it all it, it all works out in the end um but uh, but yeah i think it'd be interesting to see how this all plays out 
Uh, still waiting for one of our guests to join. I think they're having some uh, uh, technical issues. Uh, but uh, I think perhaps Simon, you and I can probably, um, you know, start looking at, uh, you know, Loop's plans. I think we've touched upon them on, mm. on um, previous calls, but perhaps we could start setting the scene there and hopefully we'll, we'll have, aha, I can now see uh, uh, Loop has joined. So I will, I will sort of get them forwards as well uh there like we go. Big... i was gonna have a little ramble about it. if they do manage <laughs> i was gonna have a little ramble on the use of those nfts and how i'm looking to use them in a in a few a few applications absolutely i mean i think um yeah the loop nft marketplace is is certainly looking at a a a, a different uh, use case for nfts and i, I think it's, it's a very refreshing um concept and uh, as i say hopefully we will uh, we'll sort of hear more and discuss more um around that uh, uh i think yep just got a message here just get, getting getting the technical side ready so uh, hopefully we'll, we'll be up and running uh with, with that side very soon so quite excited uh, aj from loop who i've been speaking to uh, electronically but we haven't yet um got together on a spaces uh, but obviously, great to uh, great to have the loop team here. Um, although you can't see Terra Spaces on on this um, call uh, uh, because due to Finn being away on a, a well earned holiday, I think it's the second week of his his, his two and a half week vacation. Uh, he's he's intending to capture all of the <coughs> excuse me the various spaces that that um, I and many others have ran over the last uh, couple of weeks and we'll obviously clean them up uh, and get them ready for sort of broader sharing when he's back so um, whilst the uh, initial if you like rough cut uh, will be available at the end of this uh, at the end of this call there will be a, a more much more polished version and also apologies it does seem that um, i'll have a number of uh, dms that have come through from people who for whatever reason thought it was starting in about an hour's time at 18 minutes past 10 my time which I have no idea why it's done that. It was showing as uh, certainly 9 p.m. for me. Um, spaces sometimes obviously throws things out. It could be the fact that I set it up last night at that very time, but I certainly set it up for uh, 8 p.m. GMT, which is 9 p.m. where I am, um, and, and 6 a.m. where Simon is. Um, but uh, such, is the, such is the joy of, uh, of trying to... Uh, schedule things but at least we haven't been rugged yet that's happened to me on quite a few recent spaces uh, so i don't know if if our friends from loop are ready to join the stage no rush at all um but um in the interim perhaps simon if you want to talk about your own sort of specific uh, uh potential future opportunity to use the uh, the loop nft model uh, by all means uh, perhaps set the scene whilst we're getting the technicals done behind the scenes as it were yeah, it's like a playground to me. I find it as a some really cool, innovative like integrations that I can use these NFTs for. So, um, just to give a bit of context, I'm across a couple of projects at the moment. One of them is uh, I've been working on a, an IDEO launchpad for Cosmos. So, uh, been bringing over the tech from a platform we're going to launch on Terra and bringing and launching an IDEO launchpad for Cosmos. Uh, really, fo really working on focused on really um, a lot more sustainable models than you typically see uh, in regular IDEO launch pads uh, around, you know, focused on, you know, long term, not just token price long term, but, you know, more fair launches and things. Um, the use cases, of the NFT marketplace are really, really exciting with this. Um, so the idea of, of a DeFi NFT and what you can do with it is really cool. So 
for example, just one application that looking to use those DeFi NFTs for is, um, you know, a vested position. So when you buy into an IDO, you're typically, you don't always, but, but often there is a vesting uh, period. So for example, you buy to the IDO and then you're vested over six months and you get your tokens every week or every month um, over the six months. With these NFTs, what we can actually do is instead of vesting with a smart contract, with a typical smart contract, we can give out NFTs that have the tokens attached and then the users can stake those NFTs and collect the rewards every month from those tokens. Why this is powerful is it also makes that position that position tradable. Let's say that you want to sell your NFT. Let's just say you want to sell your vested position. Um, you're kind of in a you've got your vested position and you're kind of in a hurry and you want to sell it. You don't want to wait six months. You could sell that NFT on a secondary market. And sure, there may not be as much liquidity for that. But at the same time, it means that you can exit your vested position while still being vested. And those tokens still aren't released onto the market until, you know, until they're released, right? So that's important. And that can allow for lots of use cases like, um, you know, that might take a value loss, but also it can allow for the collection of royalties. So let's say there's like a 7 or 10% royalty. Half of that can go to the project. Half of that can actually go to, um, you know, the to a community pool for the launch pad that goes back to the community, right? So, so a lot of really cool stuff that you can do with this. Um, I'm thinking of a lot of, like working on a lot of use cases for, you know, tradable, um, like tradable tiers through NFTs and, you know, all, all this kind of jazz, right? Um, using this NFT marketplace where you can, um, kind of collect tokens. The other use case is, is um, just for the platform itself is we can sell some of these LP NFT bonds where you can actually, um, we can actually raise, uh, we can actually raise capital. We can actually uh, sell NFTs with, uh, you know, tokens attached over a period of like nine months or 12 months. And here's AJ and, um, you know, collect and get uh, protocol and liquidity, um, you know, protocol and liquidity for the protocol. So, yeah, I'll let I'll let um I I'll let um sorry I'll let uh, Loop NFT talk about this a bit more. But uh, yeah, it's exciting. Thanks, Simon. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Great to have you on the space. Welcome. Great, great. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me. I think uh Simon made like that was a great great introduction there. You know, talking about with the the abilities that we're going to have with the loop NFTs, you know, with the vested tokens, tokens, it's essentially going to be like creating a market within a market, you know, like <clears throat> typically when you have your tokens vested, you know, you won't be able to do anything with them from, you know, anywhere from one year, two year, up to four years. Um, but with this, with our NFTs and the ability to trade them at any time, you know, if somebody has, that, that belief in the protocol and they'll be able to <clears throat> purchase, you know, the vested tokens, you know, three months into it. So after three years, uh, nine months, you know, they can take over that position for the other person. <clears throat> and this is something that, you know, not really any other protocols as far as I know have done. And I think it's something that will, you know, help a lot of, other projects that are launching on Juno as well. And then and then they'll also have, you know, your typical NFTs where, you know, where it's, it's just typically like the art and they not every token, not every NFT will have tokens attached to them. However, um, we'll also have those available and 
uh, protocol and liquidity as well, as Simon mentioned. It's almost protocol and liquidity as a service, right? Um, as part of it. Sorry, Simon, say that again. I said it, it's almost protocol and liquidity as a service, right? Like offering the ability for protocols to accumulate protocol and liquidity for these uh, DeFi NFTs. Correct, yes. And so not only for Loom to create their own protocol, protocol on liquidity, other projects as well can, you know, offer their tokens via NFT through our marketplace and build up their own protocol on liquidity. I think something that really appeals to me as well is there's a genuine uh, lock-in and commitment there. So you don't get, uh, as you sometimes see with certain uh, launches and marketplaces and what have you, uh, a kind of rush for the exits that then sees uh, people sort of holding uh, very uh, very deflated bags. I think there's a genuine uh, sort of lock-in positive use case there, which uh, I think is something that's a little bit different. But actually using the NFT as almost like the wrapper for a uh, a long-term re redeemable want a better expression. I would say security because we're clearly moving well away from that. But something that will gradually vest over time and actually is tradable whilst not directly for you know, a cash uh, asset, but it's tradable in of itself as, 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 a, as a, uh, an asset will then give a new party because of the, yeah, the outputs, the returns. I guess the, the nearest I can think of is when people buy irredeemable bonds and so on that have a, a, a very, very long life, but they do pay a, a rate of interest to the bearer uh, and they're transferable between different parties. So in of itself, it has that long-term value or like an option or something like that. But again, that's that's kind of me trying to cross, cross over a tradfi into uh, <laughs> the new world, as it were. So I may be doing it a disservice. It's really cool because it actually opens up like a crazy secondary market. I'm really excited to see kind of how this, how these NFTs, and there's obviously hard to put in a box because there's so many potential use cases for it. But I'm really excited for the potential secondary market that comes out of this where, you know, some NFTs may be full, you know, reward NFTs and they'll have art, like art attached, but the art won't necessarily give it value. Some of them might be full art NFTs and some of them may be a combination where the value of these NFTs, how they get priced is quite interesting. You know, there may be rarity in that as well. Um, and then you, you're mixing rarity as long as well as a bond where, you know, maybe when the token period expires, maybe then that NFT has got its own utility too. But it's also also exciting to see kind of what kind of value these kind of NFTs draw um, by themselves. Like, I mean, even with vested positions, right? Like, you know, exploring if there's going to be like a really strong liquid market. There may be a really strong discount market for these, you know, bonds where, there's less liquidity, but you may sell it at a sell basically tokens or the secondary market as a discount um, with a vest attached to it. And that might be a way that people can exit their positions. But will that affect the token price? How's that going to, is that going to like lead the token price? It's super exciting. And maybe as well, almost a way for people to OTC as well, right? If you have a giant, if you're a pretty like large position on an NFT, and you want to buy it, but you don't want to move the token price. Maybe you can buy one of these NFTs at a large amount, and you get the and you may have the kind of the liquidity there that you don't move the token price. There's so many cool things you can do with it. Um, I think that could be another really massive uh, use case for this: is you know wrapping tokens in an NFT and selling on the market 
so that you know you don't you don't affect you know the the price of the token directly and you can get good entry like all this kind of stuff is, is really exciting exploration and again in a clumsy way i guess that i was trying to sort of relate it to derivatives and, and everything else um in the traditional markets and absolutely there are so many secondary opportunities it, it's it's great I, I find that very very exciting as well doing those sort of financial market gymnastics in my head um just want to say briefly great to see uh, decentralize uh, as Sarah Main on, I don't know what happened with the, with the reminders, uh, some sort of Twitter uh, freakish bug giving a completely erroneous time. And all I can think is for whatever reason, uh, because it was around about quarter past 10 last night that I actually scheduled this space formally, uh, that for whatever reason it's decided to put that as the time for the space. So um, that's <laughs> entirely inaccurate and was showing correctly on mine. And I believe various others, but uh, thank you for joining and not possibly joining just as we were wrapping up, because there's a good chance that that's about the time we will be wrapping up just after 10. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, so for those just joining, we're, we're exploring the exciting uh, imminent launch of the Loop um, NFT marketplace. Uh, we, we have um, our good friends from Loop on to talk all about the activities that are happening there. And uh, we're just exploring the, the, the difference between that and, and some of the other NFT usages. What I would also ask is if anyone in the audience would like to talk about uh, their projects. And whilst we have a, a Cosmos first approach to tonight's space, it's not a Cosmos exclusive to the space. It's just that we, we always like to have a, a topic to kind of anchor the debate and discussion. Um, so that was really kind of the, 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 the sort of starting point for tonight. So. Anyone else who would like to sort of you know pop up and talk around these subjects, feel free to do so. There's also been a lot of behind the scenes talk, just like to highlight a lot of behind the scenes talk about uh, you know the the cross chain um, NFTs within Cosmos uh, and the NFT marketplace and the right kind of uh, creating the right contracts and stuff to interact with different marketplaces and being able to you know send NFTs with utility across across the Cosmos like. I mean, we've interchain accounts coming to Cosmos, which is really exciting. Is you know, smart contracts are going to be interoperable across different chains within Cosmos. So that's going to open up some some even more cool stuff, um, with the potential for you know uh, reward NFTs being spread across the Cosmos. I know that you know Jay would normally talk more on this, and there's been some cool stuff uh, digging into this. But um, yeah, really looking forward to all this expansion and, and interchain accounts and stuff and. I can see that decentralizers put their hand up to jump up as well. Welcome. Uh, and, uh, thank you for for uh, quickly pivoting from your uh, expected time to be uh, to be joining this evening uh, or, or the daytime, depending on where you are in the world. Super, Tara. Thank you. Sorry, I was uh, late in joining. I was uh, ready, planned for, for 18 minutes past 10 o'clock this evening to join. And uh, yeah, I thought it was a bit of an odd time, but um very quickly finished my dinner and decided that um i'd, I'd jump on I'm, I'm really gutted i missed the first part of the uh the nft part of the loop discussion because obviously it's a, a subject that's really close to our heart uh, with everything that we're trying to do um and i think that what's what is very evident in this um what is turning into a bear market um is that nfts uh, going forward, especially in the coming weeks and months, we'll need to provide a lot more value to the users. And um, I'm really excited that, that Loop NFT are 
us are you know exploring that and implementing that in their in their marketplace so i'm, I'm gutted i missed the very early part of that um i've obviously got a bit of information from the rest of the loop team with what's happening um on the marketplace and all the capabilities and obviously we've got a really vested interest across the cosmos with um what simon was just talking about with the interoperability of the nfts too so just super excited that loop are really kind of tackling this this head on and um just again gutted that i missed that early part of the conversation because i'm sure that it would have given me a, a load of alpha to to take back to my team Oh, the good news is uh, the space has been recorded. Uh, there'll be a rough cut available immediately afterwards. And also uh, when Finn is back from his uh, well-earned break, there'll be a more polished version. So hopefully you can sort of dive back in uh, and, and have a bit of a listen. Um, so that, that's why I always like to capture these. because I know what it's like uh, any, any given time of day or night. It's very difficult to capture the full audience. So it's always nice to have that opportunity for folks to sort of dive in at a later point and listen back to the pertinent points but but great to have you here and sorry that you've rushed your dinner and um i have no idea why such a weird time appeared on it um it certainly looked fine for me otherwise i wouldn't have scheduled it um but um crikey uh good old uh twitter obviously uh elon has a lot of work to do he does anyway but sorting out those bugs and glitches i'm sure will keep him busy for a lot longer as well if only it was as efficient as the Loop NFT team. Um, you may have already answered this uh, this question, but I'm just super excited to know when the, the Loop marketplace is, is looking to go live. Um, apologies again to anybody that's already heard that, but um, I'd love to know uh, a kind of a rough estimate on that. No, no worries. So the goal for the NFT marketplace right now is the end of July. Uh, I'm not exactly sure the amount of the range of products that will be out at that time, but the full um the the marketplace should be available end of july amazing and um yeah just once again superb work on being able to drive additional value to both um the content creators of those nfts um whether they're kind of traditional kind of pfp type projects but also um additional sorts of creatives that are coming into the space i mean we've already seen a number of um you know uh, creatives such as um uh the director in the, on, on the secret project with legend dow for example but also um from our side of things the uh, the musician side of things and music artists been able to attach addi- additional um assets to a to an nft uh, and not just the um, the nft itself so yeah I'm, I'm excited to explore that and see what what that that can really do to unlock additional value for both the creators and also the um, the users of those um, of those digital assets excellent yeah. <clears throat> i think the whole <clears throat> excuse me that's a frog in my throat there uh, i think the whole um concept's really exciting and i'm i'm personally obviously after uh, we were so close to the launch of the NFT uh, marketplace for Loop in May before. Uh, what happened, happened. Um, I think it's incredible how quickly uh, the team have been able to pivot, you know, move on to um, a different chain. And actually, the exciting thing for me with Juno is it's, it's a really fresh um, uh, landscape. The, the interoperability is already you know, well underway from that chain. There's a lot of, there's a lot of um, things to be very excited about, about the genesis of, of a new uh, marketplace. And obviously, the many other facets of Loop as well that are very exciting, the DEX and, and, and uh, Loop Learn and many other um, parts of what I, I christened previously the Swiss Army Knife of Terror. There are so many different elements, and it's now going to be you know, the Swiss Army Knife of Crypto. I'm convinced of that. Uh, and, that, and that is absolutely uh, something that's very exciting to see. So I can see we have um, 
some other potential speakers uh, sort of hey we've got grit excellent excellent Um, i do want to add as well you know i've been been chatting to a lot of vcs behind the scenes and i think what's really exciting as well with the cosmos at the moment which is almost is the the coming of projects even like cardo and a couple of these uh really strong adoption platforms coming to cosmos which is going to be super important because onboarding into cosmos has has been quite hard like I mean, if you even look at the difficulty of getting money into to buying the Juno token for the everyday user, you've got to go from a centralized exchange to Atom to Osmo to swap for Juno and then send that to Juno to its chain. So it's quite a lot of steps. And now we're seeing a lot of like ease of more ease of onboard coming coming into the Cosmos, and that's going to benefit ev- everyone, right? Like if you tell your friend about Juno and they're like, "Oh, how do I buy it?" It's like, oh, "Well, you got to do this, right?" But with with Cardo and a few of these on ramps and a, a couple of new things coming to Cosmos, it's going to make it a lot easier. So we're going to see some fresh money flow into the ecosystem, hopefully. Grit, welcome. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, very good, very good. Uh, we're having a very interesting, uh, very open discussion as we always do here. So um, yeah, I'd love to hear your your thoughts on uh, the future direction of Cosmos and uh, in particular you know, the NFT opportunities that exist. And even though we're in a bear. Everyone is looking to positive builders for the future. Well, I noticed the business models for a lot of NFT projects have been shifting as the crowd is smaller, right? So I see a lot of popular projects like Knots actually <clears throat> struggling to mint out, even though they've lowered their mint price. But it seems like the collectibles, like the uh, the lower like amount of mints, you know, there's only 50 of them and less or less kind of deal seem to be the most profitable game at the moment. Like if your crowd or, you know, your, I guess your, your audience is smaller than do rarities, you know, people seem to like the rarities and stuff like that. A good example, uh, I guess would be women from Cosmos. Congrats to her and her mint out, by the way, she smashed it. Was that a second collection or was that, uh, was that the one from a couple months ago? No, that was just the one that just came out now. It's the third one. There was only 16 of them, and she sold them. I think there were 29,000 stars each, and they minted out like in probably half a day. Amazing. I would love Stargate to have like a like a US dollar conversion as well on the next to the, the stars. It would really help as well, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of little gripes that I have with their platform, but they don't want to like make it too complicated, obviously. Yeah, so I was having some sound issues at my end. But um, uh, so in terms of what is it that really stands out to to you, Grits, in terms of um, those projects that are succeeding right now or at least breaking through in in what is it? Well, even even the same projects, like you look Mm -hmm. at Knots and they had the comic series and that's just like fire. It's just like selling out, right? Like immediately. So I think if you're an NFT project, maybe keep in mind that your target audience is a lot smaller, especially during the bear market, unless you want to do some other advertising to like Reddit or TikTok or Facebook or, you know, there's all sorts of stupid advertisement things you could do, but I'm not sure how good they are. I'm not a marketing guy. You know, I like to mainly build stuff. So I'm waiting on them to finish their API. You know, I would like it to use for floor prices for my project but yeah there there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline with uh 
Omniflix and Stargaze. Some of their uh, community managers told me that they're going to have uh, some sort of NFT staking system in the future. So I think that will be pretty cool. Excellent. And I must say, I'm, I've been very impressed with the, the growth of Stargaze over the last few months and some of the uh, uh, impressive mint outs. Uh, and even, as you rightly say, with the current bear market, we're seeing some high quality uh, projects really hitting, hitting the, uh, the ground running there. Good example very recently was the Space Ape Society that sold out in uh, a relatively uh, short order. I think it was uh, less than an hour. Um, and um, uh, when a project kind of builds its own true community momentum to then uh, you know press on always impresses me more than one that perhaps has had a kind of mass marketing um, uh, approach i mean they both have their place uh, and like you I'm, I'm not someone that kind of uh, is primarily a marketeer i'm more about you know the quality the depth and uh, and everything else that, that comes with the project but um i think a lot of projects um also need to give more like a longer time frame like i see a lot of projects like come out and then they market till they get like x amount of followers and then you know it's like too soon i feel like for a lot of stuff so i think time frames would be a key thing but i know stuff isn't people need to get paid you know oh uh, uh, absolutely and I'm, I'm sort of nodding furiously if you could see me because I, I think uh sometimes and again we're seeing less of this now and i think maybe that's uh, indicative of the bear market a project will kind of push out really quickly look to you know do the mint out um in a in a bear market you have to have a depth of community you have to have a depth of product and i think it sorts out true quality projects and, and long-term intended opportunities from perhaps dare i say it those uh, kind of quick mint and rugs or, or mint and fades and what i mean by the latter is where a project mints out relatively quickly in a bull market and then the promised roadmap rather than being a five course banquet it, it is a mere sort of um uh starter or or even just just a <laughs> just a, a a plate of chips or something uh, and so you know for me well i guess what i'm trying to say there it's it's the depth and it's the quality that i think really helps shine through and, and the ones that get it right right now are going to be in such a good position come the next ball yeah i think a lot of uh, projects with key utilities will stand out uh you know there are some projects like that will have some use cases uh, that are it's a little bit different than a utility, but they're going to be actually, you know, I could see NFTs being used for DAOs and things like that in the future. So also shout out to Tank. Yeah, so I'm just popping the chat. I think, I think you're right, Chris. I think um, you look at the ones that have been successful in the past, even in the bull run, the ones like Strange Clans, but the the fact that they offer something outside of just a PFP, yeah. um, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really bullish on that project myself but i you know I'm, I'm pretty confident that they'll do well in i think it's a couple of days three days time when they when they mint um because they've, they've, they've got two they've got really the two key parts they've got that the utility element but also the community part um and a, a community is really really difficult as we know to build in these sort of market conditions but they've built a really you know, really strong community. Um, you know, the, the, the Discord's still active, the social media's still active, there's people still um, being involved with the project, which um, I think is um, just, just a testament to the team and what they're building. Yeah, love those guys. Um, yeah. Good friends with them. We've got to hang out with them in Austin, which is awesome. 
They look pretty cool too. <laughs> I found myself agreeing with a lot of what uh, Chris was adding in there. Um, they, uh, the Space Ape Society, they did sell out extremely fast. I believe it was like an hour. And they were one of the projects that, you know, they originally, I believe they originally started on Terra. So to see them come, um, <clears throat> you know, from there after everything that happened to Terra and then sell out so fast was awesome. And um, uh, Women of Cosmos as well. That was another really good one as well. I saw that sold out. <clears throat> and with the uh, the NFT staking that's going to be coming out on Stargaze, that's also really exciting. That's something that we're going to be offering with our marketplace as well. And I believe the goal is to have, <clears throat> you know, these throughout the Cosmos ecosystem, you know, the NFTs on Stargaze or any other chain will be, you know, could go and, sell on any marketplace um but that could like essentially make it so you know you could attach rewards or anything to an nft for any project and take it on stargaze or our marketplace as well which i think would be like really good for the utility aspect i also and like the opportunity of cross-pollination um because of these are essentially uh, related cosmos chains that there's that opportunity there that that um yeah, really opens out. I think as well, probably another project to to, to call out from Stargaze, that uh, uh, also followed it in a kind of similar path to to the Space Dope Society, uh, was PS Labs, who launched their um, Stargaze Citizens uh, collection, and uh, they, they minted out in literally three or four minutes. Uh, quite astounding. No whitelist, just straight in. And boom, uh, sold out. And they are obviously looking at uh, further opportunities. And, and um, uh, one of the people I had the pleasure of meeting um, in London, literally two days before the, the whole uh, terror space exploded, not in a positive way. Um, and uh, I think so, I've got, they've got some great ideas. I'm loving to, uh, the developments that we're seeing there. And obviously that AI-related arts uh, concepts uh, is, is absolutely fantastic. So uh, great to see where that goes next as well but yeah i think there's we're in the early stages now i always say some of these spaces you know we are still very early and uh, the innovations that we're seeing in a relatively fast pace at this early stage are are, are really powerful so uh, um very excited that we're now in the month uh, that uh, that the loop nft marketplace is set to launch and so uh, yeah I, I for one i'm sure uh, many of us are in the same place looking forward to seeing that launch develop uh, and uh, massively take off over the next uh, few months. I want to add to what Grits was saying, which is uh, was quite interesting and, and important. And this is the kind of almost the, the thing with NFTs, which is almost like a, like a benefit and also maybe a hard thing for NFTs, especially outside of a you know raging bull market, is that you don't really necessarily bes- – you know, you're obviously, um, you know, building community at early stages, but you don't necessarily have a huge amount of feedback before you're building the project. Like if you're building um, a, a protocol, for example, uh, and you're building, you, you know, you're, you're really building out a protocol and you're looking to grow it to a large size, you're typically looking for investors. You're typically, you know, building a deck and you're doing all this sort of stuff. You're looking for outside investment usually. Um, and usually that requires a lot more they can require a lot more detail and a lot more, um, you know, a lot more back and forth feedback. You, you create a deck and you realize your product's not up to scratch. And so you, you, you're to get people in and get people excited from an investment perspective behind the scenes, 
there's a lot of things that you have to tweak and change and and edit but with an nft project like you build the community and then you then you have the mint but that may not necessarily be a great reflection um on the mint of how excited it is or how great the product is and all this sort of stuff so it's quite exciting from that perspective as well but I also think uh, like what you said what's really important when you're building a um like same with nft marketplace is the same with a protocol is is not launching it too fast and actually spending that time to build that community and to build that 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 like almost that marketing perspective um and cultivate it and not try and launch something with no community because that's obviously um you know one of the key bits i think um just adding on to that i think what what a bear market will do is is kind of separate some of those um kind of pump and dump type uh, opportunities as well so the the ones that aren't that don't offer anything really outside of a you know a quick uh making a quick book flipping an nft and then moving on again um because those you know the money tree is not there that you can shake to go and get some rewards to go and spend on some nfts you know aping and quickly flip and hopefully make a few bucks on um it does people don't just don't get the opportunity and those, those projects just it just wouldn't survive in this market so i think there really has to be a really strong value proposition now for anybody that's bringing out any sort of uh, nft project whether that is a you know a kind of standard pfp or anything else and it's great to see um you know uh projects and protocols thinking a lot more in depth about what value they can drive to their community uh, when they do launch their nfts um i think i see quite a few um there's a couple of galactic punks on there just going back to that staking thing that i think for one of the first projects that i saw using the the kind of the staking aspect was the galactic punks on terra and um, I think they they called it cryogenically freezing them or something, but you're able to earn and stake rewards from that. And it was it was super interesting because having owned a couple myself and and then watching the numbers that ended up being staked, I think there was a point in the market where there was almost two thirds of them tied up in a, in a staked, which then really boosted the floor price. So just adding that element really drives a different uh, element uh, and dynamic to the market. Um, so it, I'm doing all these additional things that Loop are planning on doing. I'm, I'm going to watch and, and with intent to see how all these things perform. I think a lot of like um, future, like NFTs are very interesting because people think, oh, like what's the big deal? It's just a picture. But I look at it as more like a data point. Like it's basically an, an, an API that you can, do all sorts of financial protocols with powered by a blockchain that you can ha- you happen to be able to put media onto like uniswaps like lps are literally running on nft tech like i can see a future where basically like we do all of our insurance we do all sorts of like agricultural stuff like you know all these protocols and mechanisms that we're building to like only a wallet it's non-transferable or like you know a bunch of owners can own this one nft or like airdropping like all these like weird mechanisms that we're building right now are going to be used in these future protocols. And I find that very interesting. I think there's a couple of pieces to it as well, right? Like uh, I think the future of NFTs is not just going to be uh, utility and financial tools, but there's so many applications, like even art's a really important one, but it's also important to differentiate that, um, you know, an art project may not be a 10,000 piece NFT project, but it may be more like exclusive art and exclusive art pieces. You also like a big kind of thing that came out of NFTs was I think the like the ability for like scarce identity, right? Like I always talked about this where those PFP mints, some people never understood why some of these PFP mints and what it meant to have a board at yacht club and all this sort of stuff. 
wasn't just kind of like the membership into a club, but it's also like, well, if you have like a specific NFT, like a woman of of Cosmo. Oh yeah, the secret network stuff, like the Anons and like even the badges that they're doing and stuff like that. I find that all pretty cool tech, you know. Yeah, but it's it's not just about tech too. It's also about like like identity around that. Like if you think about if you're if you're minting a, a usually we're minting a woman of NFT. What does that say about your values and who you are and what your where you kind of align, right? Like. If you're minting a like, if there's an NFT that's focused around, you know, uh, there's a PFP that's focused around and bringing some environmental benefits, right? Well, this and you're is why rocking that before with DAOs, right? NFTs will have actual, you know, organizations with, you know, these kinds of goals behind them, like whether they be humanitarian or, you know, some sort of trading or like, you know, anything. Like it'd be, you can like literally, if there's an idea out there that requires some sort of data, you can apply this tech to it. So I find yeah, that very for cool. sure, for sure. But I mean, this is almost like a values-based thing as well, right? Like maybe the maybe there is that behind the scenes, um, like uh, environmental, like social positive. I, I I would like to ha- I would like them to get like the identity thing down so well that we don't need captures anymore. That's that's the goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like overall, yeah, just that that like identity and values and alignment, and the people using an PFP and going like this is who I am and this is where I, um, where my values lie. And it's almost like an external digital identity that you've created on the internet. And by using that PFP, you're showing that, you know, obviously piece, but there's a lot of stuff to NFTs. There's a ton of avenues to go down and utilities I mean, that could, aren't just financial. system some validity if you've it's implemented properly, you know, it's a big problem with it. Cool. I'd say give it another five to 10 and I am Amir. Welcome. You've been sitting there patiently. Yes. Hi, everyone. Um, I think there's a like a kind of starting to be like a cycle for the NFTs, just like uh, there's for crypto. So we'll see how that goes. Of course, there there is no no halving like issue, but I think it it will it will all come back to like uh, the cycle of crypto. Like BTC will 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 eventually lead the way for another cycle of NFTs. But for Cosmos, like um, in particular. The NFTs will be like uh, kind of diluted, like um, how may I explain this? Like, let's say Solana is it's all Solana NFTs, and so you will have all of Solana ecosystem people that will buy Solana NFTs. Um, and on the contrary, for Cosmos, you have of course people that will be more on a secret network or people more on uh, Omniflix and and whatnot. It it will be diluted. So our, we will not have as much liquidity as um, as um, as other chains for for flipping or or reselling the NFTs. So so, but it's it's good to see to see everything evolve like this and how it's going. And of course, with what happened to Terra, it's like uh, seeing what what what's going on after that. Uh, I had a personal question for Super Terra. Actually, I think your PFP is a Wagmi Wagmi Kong. So I want to ask you if you actually, um, you don't have to answer, of course, if you actually migrated to, a, um, if you went, you followed them to Solana and minted the Wagmi Pro, Pro collection you want. No, no, quite quite right to ask. I, I was due to be on a spaces with them uh, uh, yesterday. I, I was on briefly. Uh, yes, yes, I do have uh, some Wagmi Kongs. That's been my PFP for several months. I have a, a, a Wagmi Bro, and interestingly, when uh, you know, Decentralized mentioned about the uh, Galactic Punk staking, 
the the kongs and and the monkeys also staked but in their case the reward was a a uh, a baby uh, and obviously that was a really good way of you know locking up a good part of the supply and obviously rewarding uh through holding uh the nfts off market you then get uh, the additional um uh, pfp so yes it has it, your question yes i have um submitted my um kongs for the migration and i'll be honest because i've been there as a lot of people are in the space uh, doing uh, my day job in the day i haven't had a chance to check yet but i understand that they should have landed in their new home uh, today because basically the space that was on last night the, the big reveal was that the the migration of the kongs certainly had been completed and they were in the process of distributing them to the individual new wallets that have been associated with the old dead terror wallets and then uh, there's a second uh, migration piece around the monkeys which has needed a little bit of recoding and reprogramming and um and then i think the babies will follow later uh, so yes yes sorry long answer but uh, yes indeed i am a holder and i have migrated Thank you very much for your honest answer. And so I, I want your opinion about this, um, um, like uh, to um, not like uh, get um, to see if if I'm right or not. But I want your opinion if if uh, what I'm saying is uh, makes sense to you. Basically, that that the Cosmos NFT will be more like uh, diluted, just like the like the tokens, you know, like uh, Osmo and Juno, and whatnot. And also, there's there's a uh, NFTs coming on NFT on. On Juno and Osmosis also, so I want to see your get your opinion on that if you if you may. Uh, what my opinion on 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 the 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 different tokens and different markets? Um, I'm I'm likely, despite my name, to be involved in many of them uh, because I am an NFT fan. I will let Loop come in because they can certainly give you more detailed and definitive um, answers on on certainly the Juno uh, side of things because they are indeed uh, launching the Loop NFT marketplace, which I'm very excited about. Uh, I have a sort of small involvement in as well. Uh, that's coming later this month. Thank you, Super Terra. Uh, Amor, just can you guys hear me? Yeah, you're good. Okay, thanks. Sorry, my, my phone was lagging there a bit. Um, I think I think that's a really interesting point you bring up there. You know, with the potential for dilution. Um, however, you know, one of the one of the proposals that's just going on on Juno right now is for the interchain accounts. And, you know, I, I see a future for Cosmos where you're, you're just going to be using your wallet and you're not even going to know which which Cosmos blockchain you're you're um, transacting on, really. You know, these NFTs could be they could be Juno could be their home chain or Stargaze could be their home chain, etc. And, <clears throat> you know, with the interchain capabilities you'll you won't even know you know you could be you could have a stargaze nft on loops marketplace uh on juno and when you when you think about that it's almost like the dilution it's it's basically the same thing and even you know this this might not be fact here but i know that's something that's in the works is the ability to bring um nfts from ethereum over to cosmos as well like there's there's plenty of of um, yes uh, innovation going on to where you know that might not even be an issue in the future, um, but I do think it's something to consider. Um, and thankfully, you know, there's this is things that Cosmos and uh, and the rest of the ecosystem is working on. 
I think another like maybe are you using the word you mean the word saturation is probably another word that could potentially be used for what you're saying. Would that be correct? No, me personally, more like a um, dilute, diluted than saturation because there there's saturation also on on Solana and uh, and and Ethereum. So it's more like diluted because um because we're in in Cosmos we, we might say we're interoperable and all this, but at the end of the day, you you will see like uh, you go look through Twitter what or Discord whatnot, you will see the people that are Juno. They're mostly Juno and hold mostly Juno and are interested in Juno ecosystem and the same as people in Osmo, the same that people that are in secret. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like we 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 will buy some other go around like um buy some other tokens and whatnot, but it, it's not just just uh, one, but uh, mostly mostly one of course. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. I do think in general as well, like is dilution, yeah, is chain accounts will help with that. And I think um, the, with the, the coming of ICS721 as well, some new contracts and stuff will be good. Um, I think as well from maybe the saturate, like when, well, we're not reaching a saturation perspective, but I think, you know, we're, we're, we're going to get like a good, even though we're in a bear market, I think Cosmos is going to get a pretty good hit of users too, um, which is going to be quite ex- exciting for projects. Um, over the next coming months and even potentially year or so, uh, it's already been growing and there's a lot of projects looking to launch. And uh, actually look at the list of projects launching. A lot of them came from Terra, but there's a lot of non-Terra projects that are launching too. And that's really exciting because it actually, um, you know, that will bring users with it, but it's also like, oh, wow, okay, there is an ecosystem here. There's a strong ecosystem here. And we've better, we've better like on-ramping and ability to get into the cosmos, a lot more people, I'd imagine, will start playing with it and grow grow the kind of whole ecosystem together, which is exciting. And then competition is really important too. Just on that, um, just before I know we're kind of heading towards the the tail end of this. I don't want to. I want to, always wanted to ask this question before we get off. Um, I saw that Lavana um, put a tweet out about some big news and just talking about big big projects moving into different ecosystems. Um, I didn't know if anybody that was up here on the panel or maybe in the audience maybe knew where they were heading because I think that they bring a really, really powerful, committed group of um, kind of avid fans and users. So um, if you, you know, if if anyone knows what... Can't comment. Can't comment at this time. Oh, okay. okay. I may know some things, but cannot comment. Okay, 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 okay. Say no more. (laughs) I think uh, just to to add to that, wherever they head, I think they're going to be... they're going to be onboarding an awful lot of passionate um, NFT DGENs. So uh, I've never, I've never seen such a committed, a committed group of uh, of, a, of, of NFT DGENs in my life. You know, all the staking and the gamification and everything else they did. You've got to be pretty hardcore to 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 follow that project. So uh, wherever they end up is going to be good for that community. Interesting enough, though, I actually sold some eggs right at the peak. <laughs> I felt really bad, and I was like, ah. Oh. You know, I, I was like, you know, I've been on for a while on like a lot of NFTs and I wanted a little bit of liquidity and I was like, I sold some eggs and I was like, this is probably the stupidest mistake of my life because, you know, I knew of nesting and everything like that, but it had taken a long time. And so I, there was a bit of a drive at one point and I actually sold a couple of eggs. And then I was like, I was like, God, oh, did I make a bad mistake? And then Terra crashed and I was like, oh, well, I sold some eggs. I'm I'm glad they're doing something with it because after personally committing far too many hours to completing, I think it was Salim's adventure mini game, which was basically like a an old school Mario type 
um, game, um, I would have been really gutted, not at the loss of uh, finances, but the loss of my own time invested in, in trying to complete those mini games. So uh, I'm glad that they're carrying on and branching out into another ecosystem. I got a quick question. Um, like, what's everybody's favorite, or not favorite, what's uh, their project they're looking at right now for NFTs coming up mint-wise? Mine is, I guess, would be Maneki. I think personally, probably Strange Clans. Strange Clans is on the same day, I think. Can too, for sure. I wanted a whitelist so bad for that, but I never managed to get one. Oh, there's, uh, I think there's still a few opportunities to to win some. I think we we've still got a a, a giveaway running on our page, so I don't know how many people have entered, but there's still a few slots still going. I think so, might be worth having a look at that. Um, I think I've had I've had uh, a couple giveaways. Gone through me to other people, but I've never been able to get one. <laughs> Got it. I'm, I'm. I'm also. I'm. I'm really excited to see more of the independent artists as well. Um, starting to branch out into the cosmos too. Um, there's a few artists on here now. I'm not going to name drop. Um, they often get embarrassed when I do that, but um, I know that there's a number of independent artists that are going to be doing some some stuff in the cosmos. So I'm looking. I've been to- I'm trying to get my friend to start doing that because the woman of cosmos, like NFTs, like the way she did that, really impressed me. And I was just showing my friend that the other day, and I was like, "Man, you should just get into it and try." Like <laughs> nothing to lose, really. You should check out. You should check out um, Sarah. She's on the chat. She's she's part of the decentralized team as well. But she did a really good um, way of. Um, of having like a digital um, art piece, but then providing the purchaser with a physical art piece as well. Um, if you check oh, that's out, a good idea. Yeah, if you check out a profile, they're like really like statement pieces, and they. I was they, telling the knots guys to do something similar, you know, something physical, like maybe like an action figure kind of thing, since they're like you know robots or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think though those uh, I know Terabots they were planning on doing something with like a physical uh, item as well, and I think that that'll be. I think that's a really cool yeah. way of providing like an actual piece as well as a digital piece. I really love that. I wonder. I wonder if man, could you imagine PS Labs doing something like that, but a whole body thing? <laughs> Insane. It would be interesting, wouldn't it? And, and then like get them three D printed. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think, as as you rightly said, uh, obviously from the decentralized side of things, the 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 Terabots did do a physical bot for for, for various holders. Artsy Apes are doing uh, physical representations of their uh, inspired sort of graffiti artist style um, NFTs. They're they're set to remint um, on ETH in the next few weeks, and uh, yeah, the kind of first generation was obviously. There are so many Terra projects coming here now. Like it's oh, crazy. Close. Absolutely, absolutely. That's the exciting thing, and, uh, and I think for me, it's like uh, almost as many as Cosmos now. Yes, indeed. Uh, I mean, when you ask the question, I mean, for me, there are so many projects I'm excited about. The kind of rebirth of uh, so many of the former Terra projects is extremely exciting, and, and I think as well, some of those kind of follow-up um, uh, projects that, that 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 are coming, so secondary and tertiary mints. Obviously, we touched upon. Uh, Strange Clan uh, and their next mint I think it's been very exciting I think as well also for me seeing the generation and development of, of, of the true gaming and metaverse activities so you know one project who like many in Terra took a big hit uh, and they're now pivoting their collection to Polygon is Dystope AI so uh, not Dystope oh. PS Labs in terms of their generation of AI art but they created a series of um, NFTs called the Defenders they actually minted 
on the 7th of May. I was very excited about that. Uh, I think ah. uh, I met with a number of folks who kind of celebrated that whole event. And then obviously, even before the mint was finished, um, terror was, was, was very quickly like the last days of Roman and Nero. So it was quite scary. But um, but yeah, I think you're absolutely right. There's, there's a lot of exciting projects coming from the terror space. Also, uh, also one note, like uh, the Harmony, I've talked to like a few projects that are interested in coming over here now because of their whole situation. It's kind of like everybody's taking shelter in the cosmos for the bear market while everything happens. Absolutely. That's interesting. So I had um, a spaces with some Harmony projects a few months ago. I didn't realize that that, that chain was under pressure. I must admit, it's one that I've only sort of peripherally looked at. Well, they had the $100 million bridge hack. Like most of their TVL is going through Tornado Cash, like right now. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah. I hope, I hope projects like Crypto Royale comes over because that was one of my favorite gaming projects that they were working up to NFT skins and stuff. So. Oh, right. Interesting. No, yeah, it'd be good to explore that further. Um, absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think as well. I mean, a, a project that I've sort of um, done a few spaces with, uh, they're in Solana now, they've pivoted from Terra, um, is Money Shots. And they're looking to create a poker derivative game using um, someone from the World Series of Poker as, as, as one of their advocates. And they've also looking at, um, they call it the sort of hobo art style. So they look really cool. I don't know when they're due to mint, but I, I'm due to have a spaces with those guys probably in a couple of weeks' time. So I think... The Man, poker is such an so obvious cool. choice. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there, there are so many clever <laughs> ideas and concepts. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> but it's a great question. Uh, we got a good friend from uh, Rick Wolf here. So we may... Uh, may bring up to add some stuff and then uh wrap up because we're getting uh more over time but um awesome to see you guys on the space and uh yeah take the floor hey thanks thanks super Terra and simon for organizing this as well uh just wanted to give a shout out to one project i'm personally excited about i'm a big fan of uh kevin smith uh i don't know if y'all are going to be looking into killeroy was here uh, i like the concept i know it's really difficult to get these movie NFTs going because they're really slow, right? Uh, and NFT space moves so quickly, but but I still am a believer in kind of crowdfunding these uh, entertainment ventures through the sales of NFTs and kind of having the IP rights afterwards. I think the concept is super cool. Um, don't know if you anyone had thoughts on that one. Is there a mint date yet for those? Yeah, I think it's uh, July 12th, uh, please don't quote me, or July 11th, coming up pretty soon. It's, it's, it's July 12th. It's July 12th on Secret Network Legend Up. They, wow, um, so, so Strange Clan, those, and Mineki are all minting the same day. <laughs> they, um, they, they, uh, Kevin Smith actually did his, uh, he did like a little uh, drop at, in Austin at DecentralCon, uh, Secret hosted, uh, Hosted a night like one of the after party ones uh, with Legend Dow, and uh, they did like a uh, like a screening party um, and um, chatting with Jay and some of the guys at, at Secret Network. I think they probably expected about 300, 400 people to be at the after party, and I think over a thousand people ended up turning up. Um, wow! Yeah, he did like a he did like a question and answer thing at the end, like an AMA, and it was hilarious. The guy um, like. Did a like a self film for a fan that was in the in the audience to send to his mum, 
and basically got a full crowd participation. Um, it was really cool. It was really cool. I ended up sitting next to him. I didn't realize he was sat in the corner. He kind of hooded himself into a corner. And I went to the bar, grabbed a beer, and went and sat down and spotted this guy that was in the backwards cap and a, a trench coat, kind of huddled at the back of the, the thing. And I sat next to him, and uh, it turned out it was him. So I ended up having a quick chat with him. It was pretty cool. That was that was a party and a half. I, what about the Joker guy? There was a there, there was the guy in a in a Joker that that wears a Joker face, uh, not a face mask, but he wore Joker face paint all the time. Apparently, like his whole life. I, I may have really been, I may have been dancing with him at some point. Yeah, he was dancing the whole entire time. It was a fun party though. Like I think it, it, that went off. I missed the whole Kevin Smith piece, but it was a it was quite a fun party indeed. Everybody showed up and it. Yeah, it was it was popping. I know there's a lot of Cosmos folk in there as well, uh, which was cool. But the project, excuse me, decentralized. I have a question for you. Are, is your project like um, formerly on Terra, and you were planning to do a music festival in London? Because um, I think I've met a person from your team at the um, blockchain conference in um, in Barcelona like two two weeks ago. Is this, is oh, this you, the same? You, you met Lex. Yeah, he's um he helps with um with uh like some of our translation he helps like uh attend some events over in europe for us but yeah i mean the community is from all different ecosystems we were uh, myself and uh, some of the other members are from terra but um, i've been involved in cosmos for a number of months um but yeah we were uh, we were originally thinking about launching across there um we hadn't actually kind of yeah f- fully decided where we we're going to go but it definitely feels like cosmos is a really good fit for us um and uh we you know we love the community we love the you know the decentralized nature of um a number of the chains out this way so um hey who knows we're we're exploring a lot of avenues at the moment and uh there's there's a lot of ongoing conversations so uh i'm sure there's some people upon the panel that probably know uh, know what's going on but we're looking forward to hopefully working a lot more closely with uh cosmos in the future and um yeah, we're yeah we're a festival event. We're looking at a tokenized model, fully fully decentralized, so it's owned by the community, artists, people that attend the festival. So basically, turning the the music uh, industry on its or the festival industry on on its head. Yes, and and the actual festival is is only in UK. So now, like, uh, we need visa. Basically, the the normal European. Uh, Normal EU need visa to go to to the to the festival like this. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're okay for now, but um, I mean the beauty of the event is uh, year ones in the UK just because uh, we need to pick somewhere to start it. Um, but it's, effectively, it's, we we know that it's a global community and, and and we want the global community to be able to attend it. So, as well as the in real life thing, you have Metaverse. We've partnered with Passage. I think we've we've mentioned it a couple of times. It's not, you know, we've not formally kind of gone out with a PR campaign around it. But Passage are our Metaverse partner. Um, we're in conversations with a couple of really strong Juno projects um who are very close on this panel um and um but yeah we, we you know we want thousands of people to be able to attend in real life but then you know many many more in the metaverse but then who knows where we go from there it could be you know it's, it's, it's run by the community it could be it could be europe it could be the americas it could be asia pacific uh, that's the kind of the beauty of the project really sounds very nice uh, i'll gladly attend that even even in the uk and hopefully we can get uh, you know film three involved. You know people like Kevin Smith and people that can bring additional creatives to the environment as well. I mean, listening to the opportunities that just going back to what Rick Wolf was saying about um, you know creatives getting involved in the space. Um, I was chatting to Cameron Bright, um, who's he's quite prominent in the Kadena 
um, ecosystem. And he's had conversations, subsequent conversations with Secret as well. Um, I'll link them to up following that that um, uh, that kind of launch that I saw in over in Austin. And it's really interesting now to see quite big names. That I mean, he was in uh, Twilight, X Men Three, and he's got a load of ideas about kind of film three coming into uh, the NFT space. So moving away from just PFPs into music, into film, and into you know independent artists. So it's nice to see pioneers like Kevin Smith doing that. I think that there was um, you know he's, he's done something, and there was a lot of eyes on from Hollywood on what he was doing. So hey, if, if somebody like that is as big a name as he is, is bringing bringing eyes on the uh, on the ecosystem it's uh, it can only be good for all of us incredible i think we're gonna uh, look at wrapping up i know we've kind of had an incredible uh panel and an incredible space it's been a good turnout as well especially in this you know we used to these these spaces got pretty big at one point and then you know obviously the terror crash kind of happened it's kind of good to see some faces in here again and and uh, projects engaging uh, more um super exciting for you know obviously we do these every week uh, at the same time um, and, um, yeah, super talented iron excited to, uh, uh, excited to keep building and, uh, we're still building, building pretty hard in cosmos and yeah. Um, thanks guys for jumping on and I look forward to, you know, connecting with all of you guys and, and, and the loop NFT marketplace launch and rec wolf and decentralize and everything that's happening is exciting at the moment. Yeah. hundred percent echo that. It's, it's always great to see, see the energy coming back. And I think, um, uh, I've noticed an upturn in the energy, not, not in the market, but in the energy over the last couple of weeks, which is fantastic to see. And I can assure you that the, the timing will never be 18 minutes past the hour. So <laughs> I'll make sure to 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 reinforce that. But no, no, thank you. Really good panel tonight. I just have one very quick update. I don't know if Amir is still on the call, uh, but I just uh, did a private chat with the uh, WAGME uh, team and they've confirmed that the uh, the Kongs uh, re-issue uh, on Solana, so the remint is is literally going to be taking place in the next few days. So just to, uh, if anyone's listening to this now or later, if you have a Kong, uh, a monkey, or a, a Wagme baby, uh, they will essentially be arriving in your in your wallet in, in the next few days. So it's a complete reissue of of the uh, Genesis collection, and obviously the Wagme Bros, which uh, minted out um, relatively uh, uh, short order on Solana are a completely separate collection, but the idea is they want to bring them all together in a family of, 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 um, of NFT collections. So I always like to try and share that sort of news when folks ask, but um, as I'm sure, sure you all appreciate, there are so many projects out there, it really is impossible to keep track of them all. Um, so thank you, everyone. Really, really great panel tonight. Um, and uh, as I always say every week, uh, have a great day, evening, afternoon, wherever you are. Uh, stay safe, stay well, and speak again soon. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Super Terra Space, Cosmos NFTs, Builders, and the Future, a discussion with Simon Chadwick and guests, recorded on Monday, July 4th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Laying there at night while I'm counting sheep. Brain, I'll repeat, no amount of please. Would you shut the fuck up? Yo, I'm trying to sleep. Not till you write it down to remind your genius ass in the morning. When you wake up to realize it was nothing more than a weird dream. And you feel like everybody's on the tape, but things aren't always what they seem. What's real to me isn't real to you. Living this reality is barely new. And if you've seen this little feud, you'd be filling up your gas tanks too. 
We're living in a fucking simulation of a simulation Don't look back or you'll get sucked into the miscommunication All this dumb fucking ruckus, drink bleach here Keep a tight demeanor and swing for the bleachers This ball is crushed Like I wanna kick the bucket over, spill the fun, release some other means of hunting All these silly motherfuckers coming at us like we don't got a bunch of guns or something These are fucked up times we're living in and I don't need the judgment Free the suffer, no need to suffer, the leaders bust it, freedom hunter Disagreements wander, cold streets filled with screaming bottom feeders Take me to your leaders, blasting propaganda through the speakers So if you wanna build, let's build but if you wanna steal, get buried in the field Double duty at the rockin' Rudy Coppin' fruity, not a newbie Got the rubies hostile looking like Chewbacca Threw me through the window Fuckin' sue me, now I'm looking all hypnotic bougie With a bunch of suckers I went to school with who barely knew me Students sitting here fucking clueless looking at the next duck trying to see who the goose is Should've paid more attention to the hole in the boat Now tell me why y'all still vote Spaces.